Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I'm Kim Thompson Pinder, the extraordinary word ninja and founder of RTI Publishing, where we work with you to ghostwrite and publish your signature book that will double your business by attracting clientele and position you as the go-to expert in your niche. Next, we will show you how to use your book to make lead generation and conversion a snap while building an audience. My guests include professionals, entrepreneurs, and coaches who use their skills to build people powerfully. They will share their story and powerful tips that will help you live better. They will also share their writing journey and how it has impacted their life and the lives of their readers. If you've ever wondered if writing a book makes a difference, then this podcast is for you. Welcome to the Author to Authority podcast. I am your host, Kim Thompson Pinder, and joining me today is Adela Azza. Now, on the last guest episode, I explained to you that I have been part of, of Podcast Palooza, the amazing one day event where you learn about podcasting as a guest and as a host, and you got to interview people on the spot. And when I saw Adela, I saw her profile. I'm like, okay, yes, I want her on the show. So today we're going to be doing a slightly shorter episode, but I'm going to give you her introduction and then I'm going to let her tell your story because she has a very fascinating one. So Queen Adela Azza is a business advocate. She has 20, over 20 years of experience in consulting, course creation, entrepreneurship, perfect for the Author to Authority podcast. She is a master business strategist, and she helps driven entrepreneurs to launch and grow their business with limited resources. And who can put up their hand here and say amen to that? She was born in Atlanta, but now hangs out in Texas and when uh, when she's not traveling. She has served in the U.S. Navy, and uh, she was one of the first females to serve aboard the naval ship USS Wasp. Now, she is also, amazingly, she has won awards for her Queen's Table Vegan Cuisine, and she did it all during while she was serving, and she's as a mother as well. So she now helps entrepreneurs to elevate their brand by monetizing their message. Welcome to the show, Queen Adala. Adela. Sorry, Adela. Thank you. Thank you for letting me on. How are you today, Kim? I am awesome. So Adela, you have a really fascinating story and we're going to get to all the wonderful knowledge you're going to share, but tell us like, you know, how did you become a business advocate? Cause like, you know, your, your part of your bio was, it was not that you were pretty quiet and shy. Yes. No, no, I wasn't at all. Oh, you weren't um, at all. I apologize. No. No, I was never quiet and shy. Um, But, you know, I will tell you that even to this day, I can't believe that this is my story because I get to train and lead so many leaders, powerful people and teach and make an impact on so many people. And, And let me tell you why I can't believe that this is my story, because in chapter one of my story, I was a teenager with a speech impediment. By the time I hit chapter two, I was a single mother in the 11th grade, Kim. Oh, wow. Third chapter. Now I'm in my third chapter. Somehow I'm raising my right hand and I'm enlisting and enlisting, enlisting into the United States Navy. Right. And then 
somehow I had transitioned from the Navy to the Army by the fourth chapter. And in that fourth chapter, when I retired from the Army, I was the first African-American female in field artillery history to earn the rank of first sergeant. Hmm. Somehow, by the time I made it to the sixth chapter, I was opening two vegan restaurants. Keep in mind, I used to love oxtails and lobsters <laughs> and crawfish, right? I'm from Atlanta originally, but somehow here I am. I'm launching El Paso's first vegan restaurants and I'm hitting the multi six figures by the second year, right? Wow. So the numbers are, I'm out of control. I'm like, wow. Now, the seventh chapter rocked my world. Seven chapters when I, I learned about grief. I lost a lot of people in it, and I'm sure a lot of you out there can relate to, to COVID, people who are in my everyday. And so I really, in that chapter, learned to appreciate the things I have in my life. But now here I am, you know, I'm, I'm starting my eighth chapter and you're in it, Kim. I'm starting my eighth chapter and here I am, the founder of a speaking academy. So how do I go from speech impediment to the founder of a speaking academy? How do I go from single mother to the first African-American to achieve such accolades in the army? How do I go from loving my Southern cuisines? You know, I could still smell the smell in my grandmother's house <laughs> to owning a successful vegan restaurant. I don't know, Kim, I'm still trying to do the math. But if I can do it, I just want to let everybody out there know odds are made for being beaten and you can too. You know what? That is so awesome. Many of our audience know that I was told at seven years old that I should not write because I was not a good writer. Mm. And 30 years of chapters later was when I finally started my writing career and then becoming a publisher. So I, I can so totally relate to your story that, you know, the unexpected happens in our lives. You know, did I grow up thinking I was going to be a publisher? Uh, yes. No, <laughs> that was not on my wheelhouse of things. I mean, I didn't even think I'd, I'd, I would author a book let alone, you know, help now over 200 people mm -hmm. have written their own books. So what an incredible journey that you've had. And, you know, when you talked about your, your grandma's house, yes. you know, I remember, you know, my grandma had a very small apartment. So we usually did not have the family meals at her apartment, but she would go to whoever's place and just cook, you know? Mm -hmm. So when you entered the house, that was the smells were just as yes. you were like, can we eat now? No, you got to wait three hours. Seriously. I hope we got snacks. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that you've come today to share some really powerful knowledge with my audience of entrepreneurs, professionals, speakers, and coaches. So I am going to let you loose for a little bit to share what you've prepared for us. And then we'll talk about it. Thank you so much. I just want to share three tips very quickly, just that can help you on your journey. And, and maybe if it aligns with you, maybe you can form them into tips that can help you form a better 2022, especially if you're anything like me and your 2021 got rocked. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's let's go ahead and start 2022 strong. So the first thing I want to recommend is 
find some form of accountability. We all need accountability, right? You know, find a tribe, find a coach, find a mentor, and you can even implement self-accountability as well. Even myself, you know, a lot of times when we go to the gym, Kim, we got to have the perfect socks, the perfect shoes, the perfect workout gear, right? And then we got all that's left is that little gym membership on the keychain, right? And then we just stop going to the gym. No, no, earn it, earn it. Say to yourself, you know what? If I work out for the next three months and I lose X amount of pounds, or if it's your goal to gain, to gain X amount of pounds, I will earn the right to buy tennis shoes. Earn it. The second thing I want to encourage you to do is, you know, a lot of times we go through life and we talk about goals and things like that, but I want you to get clear on your purpose. Get clear on your purpose. And one great way to do that is to figure out what problem you solve. If I walk up to you or you walk up to me, And I ask you, hey, what problem do you solve? I want you to say, hey, I help people to stand up for themselves or whatever your problem is, that problem is that you help people solve. I want to know that, right? And then when you create this purpose, I want you to turn it into a vision and I want it to be so clear. You know the sights, the sounds, the smells, you you know the texture of of your purpose, of your vision, right? And then the last thing I want to recommend, highly recommend is that, you know, grow gratefulness, get, get, get very grateful because for some reason, what I found is that when you're grateful, somehow you were just awarded with more things to be grateful about. So just those three things. Wow. And that uh, will so warm 2022. So true. So I've never told this publicly, mm-hmm. uh, but um, I love well, okay, I've mentioned that I'd love to swim, but of course, over COVID, the swimming pools were closed and that. Yes. But um, this year, they finally opened again. And I was so excited to be going swimming. But when the pool had closed, the pool actually closed just before COVID because they the, the pool had a crack and it was leaking water into the oh. basement. So they'd actually closed the pool in February. And then, of course, March hit and everything, right? So back in, in February... Uh, my bathing suit was kind of falling apart. I had, I had was well worn and well used and chlorinated. And I had thought to myself, okay, you know, you know, March breaks coming up, spring's coming up, you know, I'll hit the store, you know, uh, bathing suits, you know, are going to start appearing again in, in the stores. And so I was like, okay, this is good. And then everything shuts down. So a year later, not even really thinking about it, I go to put on my bathing suit and it's sagging. It's all this. I'm like, okay, I have a problem. (laughs) I do not have a really functional bathing suit. So I go like, I live in a rural area. So it's not like I have 50 million stores to choose from. And I am on the bigger side. So I go to Walmart and, um, you know, not a lot of selection there because it's the wrong time of year. But I find this one bathing suit and it looks really like, I love the look of it. I love the color of it. I get it home and I put it on. It is so low in the chest that I am practically hanging out. Wow. And I'm like, <laughs> no. yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm not wearing this thing in public. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do? You put a shirt over it or? I, I, I started wearing a tank top, top underneath it because yeah. it was just like, you know, uh, but I didn't really have much choice. Like I didn't have a lot of options in terms yeah. of bathing suits, right? 
But I think, you know, when you talk about getting all the stuff ready, mm-hmm. you know, I think something that's really important. And the reason why I'm telling the story is, you know what, I didn't l- let, you know, an imperfect bathing suit. I couldn't yeah. let that stop me from going back and starting to swim again. I could have said, yo, yeah, you know what? I can't buy a bathing suit. You know, let it become my excuse for not exercising. Right. Yeah. So, but I just decided, okay, there's got to be a solution. I found a tank top that was basically the same color. I put it on underneath, did not look great. I was constantly adjusting it, you know, while I'm doing the aquafit exercising because everything just kind of yes. moved all over the place, but it worked. And then finally I was able, you know, to go online a month or two later and, you know, order, you know, a proper bait, a proper bathing suit for, yes. for doing swimming exercises in but I could have let that stop me, mm. you know? And so I love the fact that you have that accountability in there and being accountable to yourself. I could have given up on it, but I was like, no, okay. Am I going to look silly? Yeah. Is it going to be uncomfortable? Yeah. But you know what? I needed to get back into the pool and exercising for my health. Right. So I didn't That's let right. that become an excuse. So I loved how you talked about the accountability. And then as an entrepreneur, being clear on your purpose. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. The audience here knows I am so on top of that. We have done so many episodes on, you know, finding your niche. Who do you serve? How do you mm-hmm. serve them? And who are you in relationship to the first two, right? Like that's, we talk about the core marketing message all the time. And so I love that you mentioned that. And that that is so true for coming into 2022. So let me ask you, Adela, what are some things that are you grateful for? Because I know, you know, 2021 was not the greatest year for you. But what were some of the things that you could look back and say, you know what, I'm truly thankful for it? Well, you know, I journal every day. And a part of that is is gratitude. And I could begin by saying that I'm I'm grateful for the air that flows through my lungs. And I, I absolutely am just to be able to breathe with ease. And it's just so medicinal. But one major thing that I am so grateful for is that when I wake up in the morning these days, right? Because I retired from the military. I wake up happy knowing that I can do whatever I want with my time, Kim. My time belongs to me. And if I don't want to do something, I give them a strong hell no, I'm not doing that. (laughs) And if I want to do something, I give them a strong hell yes. Right? I have positioned my life where I put the things in my day that ought to be there. And I'm so grateful for that. That is awesome. So you had a child in grade 11. So you know, yes. what was that like being in the Navy, having a child, all that? Because that must have been. <laughs> yes, yes. You know, it's it's kind of like um, you gave us a wonderful story about, you know, your swimsuit just now. And you said, you know, you, you were very clear. Hey, listen, my purpose is to get out there and swim and get my exercise on. My purpose is not to be the best looking one in my swimsuit. Right. I was very clear that my purpose was to get out and make a life for myself. And at the time, my son, I've since had more children. Um, I was very clear that was my purpose. And it was very, um, let's say I got comfortable in uncomfortable situations very quickly. Right. And that's what we women, we do. We, 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 we're really good at getting comfortable in uncomfortable situations. And especially being one of the first females on the, the WASP, on the naval ship 
talk about comfortable and uncomfortable situations, talking about being the first African-American to do X, Y, and Z in the army, comfortable and uncomfortable situations. But what I will tell you is this, the thought of not being a good mother, the thought of not being the champion for my children, that outweighed any degree of uncomfortableness that I went through. And so it allowed me to be, you know, where I am today. So, yeah, it was difficult, but it was worth it. That is so awesome. I love that. So how do you help like entrepreneurs? So you, your bio says you help entrepreneurs to elevate their brand. So tell us a little bit about how you help people and then how can people connect with you? Well, one of the things I do to help people is I help them to figure out their purpose, right? Because I believe that purpose is already inside of us. We just have to figure out how to connect with this, with mm-hmm. it. Everybody that's listening, myself, you, everyone, our purpose is already inside of us. It's not predetermined, but we just got to figure out how to speak his language to draw it out. Mm-hmm. And I think that a big part of the problem, especially for my clients, is that they're waiting on some big lightning storm, some big ah type of thing. Sometimes a sign saying this is it. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it could be so simple. Right. And, you know, earlier I was using my tweezers to tweeze my eyebrows. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, it wasn't my purpose to create tweezers, but oh, my goodness, thank God somebody created tweezers. Right. You know, I I met Miss America in 2004. I was out in the field and she came out and um, she was gorgeous, of course. And I'm out there in my uniform with a whole bunch of soldiers and everybody's asking her all these questions, you know, hey, you know, what is it like to be? Miss America and all this stuff. And I had one question for what's your platform? What do you stand for? And she said that she helped to fight internet pedophilia. Right. And I thought to myself, that's not something I would want to do, but I'm so happy that somebody is doing it. That was her purpose. And so one of the things that I I help my clients with is, is purpose. And if any of you need help with your purpose, you can contact me at Adela Aza at Facebook, Adela Aza at Instagram, and at Queen Aza at LinkedIn as well, and also at www.chiefexecutivesister.com. Thank you so much. Oh, that is so awesome. And I love what she said, because she had her purpose, and then she used the platform as the tool to get her purpose and her message out there. Wow, just blows me away. So this has been Kim Thompson-Pinder and Adela Aza on the Author to Authority podcast. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the very next episode. Bye now. Thank you for listening to the Author to Authority podcast. I have a free gift that I would love to give you. Coming out this year, I am releasing my book, Author to Authority. And if you are an entrepreneur, solopreneur, small business owner, professional coach, or speaker, and you want to find out how to gain visibility and how to build your business bigger, stronger, faster, then I recommend that you download a free sample of the Author to Authority book at www.authortoauthority.com forward slash get dash the dash book. 
it's going to be a great resource for you that teaches the author to authority concept and the six key areas that you build authority in and how you can use a book to do it all faster. So don't forget, get your free copy today.